Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Diva Behavior, the podcast. This is part two of our coverage of Harry and Meghan's interview with Oprah. And in this episode, we're talking to real British people. That's right. I found two British people who are willing to speak to me, Tucson Douglas and Samantha Hanna. They are both hilarious comedians. They're so talented. They're so good. They are rising stars in the UK comedy scene. And I'm so happy that I was able to have them on. We spoke two days ago, so this was before Prince William said his wonderful, amazing quote this morning of, we are very much not a racist family, and confirmed that he has still not spoken to Prince Harry since the interview aired. So unfortunately, I was not allowed to get their thoughts on that. If you want to know my thoughts, I mean... who's doing their PR it's insane like it's hard because there's really nothing that William could have said in response to someone shouting at him is the royal family racist if he said nothing then it would have looked bad and now him saying we are very much not a racist family is just completely absurd if you open any history book and read about the British Empire the British royal family generations of things that we now recognize as racist and colonialist were done by William's ancestors. You know, his uncle, which we talk about in this episode, his uncle who abdicated the throne had like a deal going with Hitler that if the Nazis invaded the UK, his uncle and his uncle's wife would be placed back into power as like puppet monarchs. There are really overtly racist things in the royal family as recently as the 1940s 1950s not to mention harry wearing a nazi uniform like come on prince philip making tons of racist comments all the time you can just google it and you'll see a list of like 12 different things he said publicly so imagine what he has said privately and of course everything we learned on sunday which was very clearly racist so for him to say we are very much not a racist family i'm sorry it it what does that even mean like it just doesn't make sense and then in the same breath to confirm that he has not spoken to harry since finding out just how much racism harry feels his family was subjected to it it makes no sense i really don't see how this could possibly end well for the royal family but anyway all that aside I hope you enjoy this episode you can find tucson douglas on social media at tucson underscore Graham, as in like Instagram, but Tucson Graham, and check out his YouTube channel for his sketch show called The Tucson Douglas Show. And you can find Samantha Hanna on Instagram at the Sammy Hanna. And definitely check out her new special, How to Win at Life. You can book tickets through Eventbrite on her Instagram page. I saw her last special at Edinburgh Fringe Festival in the before times, and it was simply delightful. She is so nice to listen to. You're going to love her adorable Scottish accent. You're going to love Toussaint's accent too. I mean, I'm spoiled for beautiful accent choices in this country, and yet I still sound like 
a real housewife of New Jersey. What what's that about? Anyway, enjoy the episode. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Molly Mulshine and rate and review Diva Behavior on Apple Podcasts. Also, if you want to watch a video version of this and see everybody's kind of reactions in real time, go to my YouTube page. Just go to Molly Mulshine on YouTube and you'll find the episode on there. Enjoy. Some people think Diva is a diva to you. Would you say are you one? I never said that. Diva behavior. Diva Behavior, the podcast. Thank you guys so much for joining me. I'm here with Samantha Hanna and Toussaint Douglas, actual British people. <laughs> so, so what made you guys tune into Harry and Meghan on Oprah besides me asking you to? I mean, that was the, that was the, that was the main reason because um, you <laughs> asked me to. Uh, uh, but also, um, why else did I watch it? Um, I guess I don't know. I mean, there's there's so much kind of around around them, all right, and um, what's kind of gone on with them and the media, and I think it's thrown up so many um, issues and kind of areas that are, uh, I guess you know touched upon, which just have public interest and stuff like that. So it's always just um, I think it's always good to hear from the horse's mouth. I think uh, we kind of live in quite a direct world now where we're just used to kind of it you know getting it unfiltered so I think um it's just it was just kind of interesting to hear it directly from them and that and probably the royal family the last kind of holdout from that of directness I think they're the last kind of bastion of trying to keep things on lock as well so I think kind of getting that um I guess kind of direct feed uh is interesting also just massive FOMO because it, clearly everyone was going to be talking about it. So actually, it's probably just FOMO, to be honest. FOMO. Yeah, FOMO. I th- that's kind of for me. Like, I just really wanted the tea. I really wanted the gossip. I feel like we're all kind of isolated at the moment. We're all at home. There's nothing kind of connecting everyone. So this was like a big event to be like, oh, I've actually got something to talk about. <laughs> you know, when, you, when yeah, we used to go to yeah. the office at work and you'd go to the, like, the, the coffee machine, it's like the kind of the new like water cooler. And you'd be like, did you see that last night? And I felt like this was very much the event that we'd all be talking about. And so I needed to see it so I could have an opinion and chat to people about it. And so that was my main reason, I think. Would you guys ever watch any other, like if the queen is giving an address, would you watch that? Why or why not? Tucson, you can, you go first. Oh, 100%. I always watched the, the queen's um, speech. Or oh, you do? Christmas one. Oh, ma- massively. Big fan. Big fan of, big fan of Liz. Um, I think she's a, a wonderful orator. Uh, I don't know if that's, that's how you pronounce it. Um, but, you know, she's been in the game for many, many a year. So you can pick up a thing or two in terms of delivery, pacing. Her pacing's always quite good. Um, very engaging. Uh, got Still got a twinkle in the eye when she delivers a line and stuff like that. Um, Samantha, what about you? Yeah, so I don't like... If, you know, if I know the Queen's going to speak, I don't like go, oh, I've got to watch that. But now and again, if it catches my eye, I'm like, oh, actually. So, for example, she did she did do a kind of message around COVID, didn't she? Did I imagine that? Or did that happen? Yes, she did. I tuned into that one because I was like, this is interesting. I want to hear the Queen's take on COVID because I'm not used to that. And I think I've maybe caught like the Christmas message a couple of times. And every year I'm like, I'm going to watch it. And then I never do. I'm usually watching like Home Alone again or something. But um 
so yeah so I, I when I randomly catch her and things I'm like oh I like the queen I enjoy watching the queen talk I think as well um she had a part in the um Olympic ceremony that we had and that was like wow the queen isn't something else that's really exciting so whenever what do you, I what do you like about her yeah, I that's think, what I'm is wondering, it, because like whenever I watch anything with her talking, I just feel like she's not saying anything. And it's funny because people always say Meghan and Harry just speak in generalities and gobbledygook. And that's kind of how I feel about the Queen. So, yeah, what do you like? What do you like about her? I think it's just it's comforting, isn't it? It's someone that I, I, you know, we've grown up with all our lives. So we're, it's a really familiar face. It's a really familiar. I mean, she's on all of her money. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like we know who she is. So, like, when you see her, you're like, ah, I don't know. I don't know. I can't really explain it more than that. And I'm not like massively, massively into the Queen or anything, but I definitely find something about her very welcoming, very like comforting. And like, there's my favorite gift of all time is one of the queen when she sees cows i don't know if you've seen this but she sees the cows coming in she's like cows and she's excited by the the sight of cows and that to me is just heartwarming and it's my favorite gift and how yeah i just i just love that and i know like scottish people have beef with the monarchy so that's kind of controversial right well i don't know because i i mean i probably had a terrible uh, podcast guess because like I don't have strong opinions on anything like I'm always like I can always see the, from both sides I'm like well it's good in this way not in this way yeah. so it's probably I'm not very very strong on anything I can see the, the plus and minuses on like every situation which is like you know so I'm Scottish but I also I've lived in England for a very long time I also think of myself as British as you know and half English all those other things so yeah so I'm not like anti the royals. I'm not pro the royals. I'm quite neutral, I would say. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to lie. I don't think you're going to be allowed back in Scotland after. <laughs> Speaking of the Queen, do British people know who Oprah is? This is a big question that I have because I was I saw this story that was making the rounds um, in the Irish press today, which which obviously is very different, but. It said people who live in Europe would be forgiven for not knowing who Oprah is. And I was like, I'm not forgiving anyone who doesn't know who Oprah is. So uh, do you guys, what do you guys know about Oprah? I mean, who, who doesn't know We Oprah? know Oprah, who, who, of course. Who are these people in Europe that don't um, have like, I don't know, a TV or or any kind of communication device? I don't know, she's just one of those, she's quite ubiquitous, right? Even if you don't know her, you know her. I just remember really knowing who Oprah was and thinking she was like the like that's kind of what I associated with America if I'm quite honest with you was Oprah wow that is very flattering because she is definitely a top tier American what surprised you guys most about the things that were revealed in this interview I think the most surprising thing uh, that it wasn't Prince Philip who made the Archie remark because <laughs> I mean I know the guy's not very well at the moment. Wish him, wish him a speedy recovery and he gets better and all that because, you know, he's got a family that loves him and, you know, he loves his family. But in previous times, um, he has definitely made some gaffes which have had strong, oh no, granddad said something racist again, energy. Um, so the fact that it wasn't Prince Philip who made um, that, that remark about Archie's uh, skin colour is is quite shocking Who do you which is like it's always the ones you don't expect though it's always the quiet ones so you know yeah who, knows? who do you think it was i mean if it's not prince philip it could literally be any of them if it, <laughs> it just could be any of them um who do you think so, it is i i don't know I, my money is on 
Charles or William because he said that he doesn't want to reveal who it was because it would be very damaging. And I can't think of anyone else whose reputation would really be damaged by it. Most, like Prince Andrew obviously is already like a non-entity in the eyes of the public. Like he can't really get more damaged than he already is. And then all the other minor ones, it's just like no one cares about them. The only people I think who would really, people would actually be very upset if they said it would be Charles, William, or Kate. But I don't think Kate would say it. I think, I just don't think she would. I don't know. Yeah. I read it, even though she made her cry. You don't think, she don't think she's got it in her. From one from one white woman to another, you think she's 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 all right. Point taken. That is a good point. I think. No, I'm, 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 what is it about her that you don't think she? What what what? You just what is it about her that you don't think? Um, I guess it's that I've only heard her say about thirty words combined in her life. So I'm just like I don't think she's gonna go out on a limb and make any comment that could possibly be construed as untoward or racist because she just doesn't speak already do you know what i mean like maybe she, maybe she doesn't speak because if she does speak more lots of racist stuff comes up maybe. she has made an art form she is similar to the queen in that she's made an art form of saying nothing and being adored like she knows how to just be like a blank slate that people really really like so i don't i would be shocked if it was her I have a weird feeling it's Charles, but I don't know why. I just have a feeling, right? The thing that surprised me the most was the fact that she had to curtsy when she met the Queen. I, I really? just would you have thought that was surprising. Yeah, I just thought that when you're in the inner circle, you're in the inner circle. I just thought that you'd be able to be normal, and I didn't realize that you'd still have to have all those, all the. Oh, that's just my worst nightmare having to meet, you know, your partner's granny and having to curtsy. Like I'd be so worried about messing that up. Like that was for me. I was like, you had to what? Yeah, that that got me. I think you know the queen's a boss. She's like, yeah, he's curtsy. Like this, you know, this is this is who I am. Get get down there. But do you have um, to do it in every time you meet her then, or is it I think every so, time? Yeah, yeah. And I think like now that the queen is an old cute old lady we assume that she is just like a sweetie but I don't think she I don't think she's that way I think that she and most of the people in the royal family will pull rank on everyone I think it's just something that they consider to be normal and I I don't think they would have it any other way like everyone says that princess Margaret the queen's sister was like kind of a nightmare to hang out with because she would have all these friends and she was really cool like she would hang out with Mick Jagger and stuff but then every once in a while she would pull rank like she would be like oh why are you standing up from dinner when i'm not done yet because i'm the princess and like you shouldn't be doing that <laughs> to who? mick jagger probably not <laughs> to you? mick jagger probably to like other posh people <laughs> <laughs> but like but i think they do do that i think they do pull rank and stuff because the thing about the queen is she's kind of like a homeschooled antisocial sort of not she doesn't know what a normal life is. Like she never really had friends. She never really like grew up the way that the rest of us do. So I think she just kind of would be like, oh yeah, of, of course everyone has to curtsy when they walk in. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm not surprised by uh, a monarch having like a God complex. I mean, like they, they, the whole thing is that they're like the divine representation on earth or something, isn't it? So it's like, yeah, they they expect you to bow. That's good. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. So like, 
people are always saying that royals are not celebrities. They're like more than a celebrity. And it's like, well, yeah, that was the, how they were thought of in the beginning. It was like, this person is God, like you said, and we have to sort of listen to everything they say. But now that that is not what normal people think anymore, what, and this is skipping ahead a lot, but what do you guys think is like the point of the royal family? Like what, what is, what are they? Who are they? It's a, it's, um, it's a good question. That is a very good question. They're, <laughs> they're on money. So that is, that, that's a, that's a thing, isn't it? What would we, we put on the money them. if not the queen? Yeah, we just have them for so long, haven't we? It's like, it's almost like, well, we have that for so long. It's kind of very difficult to suddenly be like, hey, we don't, we're not going to have that anymore. And also they're not, apart from a lot of things kind of recently, that there's not been too much disruption for everyone to suddenly go, hang on a minute, we don't need this. Yeah. I think there's an insecurity about it. I think, I think as a country, but into like, what is it? You always hear that, like, what does it mean to be British? Da, 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 da. And there's always that kind of, what is Brit? What is it to be British? And I think, I guess the royal family feels like quite an easy thing to to kind of put down as it's British. Like this is what it is to be British. We have a royal family. This makes us different and all that kind of stuff. Like that. Why do you think people get so angry about them and like hate them so much? Uh, probably because it challenges their conceptions of, of kind of the royal family and, and by dint themselves, you know, in terms of they feel like almost, you know, in terms of you're challenging how they view the royal family you're challenging in a way themselves as well how they view themselves and stuff like that and their their world I guess in that respect and I guess they have quite a fixed idea of how they see themselves and how they see their world how they see themselves in that world now it's a nice world and that it can't be true because I guess if it is true then you know it's not it's not it doesn't really reflect reflect very well upon a lot of people in that respect so but, uh, but then, ironically, then they act like twats, which kind of really kind of <laughs> proves that there probably is something wrong with their world. So yeah. there but you go. I, I was just, because I watched it and I was like, kind of felt for her, kind of felt for him, came away from it like, look, I understand why they've done what they've done. Like kind of, that was my, my opinion. And then I went online <laughs> and I, it was on Facebook. So that was my first mistake. But it was basically <laughs> people that I used to work with going, she is vile. She is awful. She's a horrible person. She's lying. She's manipulated this whole situation. And uh, I hate her. <laughs> and I was like, did we watch the same interview? I, I couldn't understand this hate. And then I thought, well, hang on a minute. Who is this person that has made this comment? Like, what do I think of them as a person? And I was like, okay, well, this person I know um, has, has, has kind of done some pretty shady things in the past. So then you start to think, like, if you think everyone is lying and cheating because you are, then maybe you're projecting some things onto you. So if you watch that, like, it was kind of like, you know what I mean? Like, you see negativity. You think they're lying and cheating because maybe that's how you view the world. I don't know. But I was just so shocked that people could hate her so much and think that she's manipulated this whole situation and um, that he, he is being controlled by her and that kind of narrative. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. So I think it, it shakes people's worldview because you're like, well, if I was rich and if I had money um, I, and I was born into this situation, I would do this. And so seeing someone not do that makes you go, hang on a minute, I don't like them because it's different to how I think. So I think that's kind of what it is. But you don't know how you'd be in that situation. Like you've never been in that situation. So I don't know. I um, 
yeah, I think it is. I think it challenges how people feel about something and people don't like to look inwards and change their mind. So mm. right, it's easier to be like, she's evil and I don't like her than to go, maybe there is a bit of a messed up system here. Yeah. I- yeah, that. And also I did think, hmm, if that's trapped, I'd quite like to be trapped. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I if Prince Charles is trapped, okay, well, I, I guess I, I don't know what trapped is because he looks quite all right a lot of the time. Do you guys think there's any, and I'm just asking this in the interest of providing both sides, do you think there's any truth to this idea people have that Megan is like a schemer and a manipulator and planned all this to the start? Like the things, Samantha, that you said your Facebook friends were saying and stuff. I don't think there is um, at all, but if it is, then wow. Yeah, it's like, amazing. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't even see that as a negative. I'd be like, well done, you. You've managed to pull this off. Well done. Like, I'd be like, come on, we should be praising her. But no, I don't think it's like this huge mastermind manipulative venture at all. And is that not just kind of furthering the stereotype as, I don't know, of women being like these kind of like magical manipulative beasts that I don't think we are. So no, yeah. I don't think there's weight. But if there is, I would be very impressed and well done. I would be like, that is impressive. And I applaud it. But no, I don't. I don't think there is. I think she's, I think she's just a, a normal person. Yeah. Yeah, just a normal ex-Hollywood actress <laughs> quite well off privileged person but um no I, yeah i mean or- orchestrated what exact orchestrated like the media turning on them like almost immediately after their wedding and like writing articles about how she's like destroying the planet with an avocado like it's quite a hard thing to to orchestrate um so i think you have to um do a lot of kind of mental jujitsu um to convince yourself that that could be uh even plausible um but we live in a time where a lot of people are very good at jujitsu is it because i think we still a lot of people in the uk still have this image of harry that young boy you know when we all saw him that that kind of face everyone's got that image um in their head of him as a young boy but wasn't that wiped out when he then like went goose stepping as a nazi i mean (laughs) i feel like people really tried to skip over that though didn't they yeah that's calling his like colleague like the p word yeah yeah that was like like, i feel like the, the young innocent boy which at one point we all were young innocent um you know i think that kind of fades when you then yeah but I feel like that was glossed over right we're like oh you know he's just learning he's just he's just a normal person learning but I think people always have that image he's just he's just a normal person (laughs) learning not to dress up as a Nazi exactly like we all we all uh, did at uni say racial slurs yeah yeah we're all working out we're all working out who we are (laughs) so the reason why people are so the press I guess and everyone has so many opinions on the royal family is oh we we fund them with our tax dollars that's like the that's the line that everyone uses so then the other line that royalists will use is well they only cost 65 pence per year per like household which is you know not not bad that's nothing but the thing is like their private income and I'm putting that in quotes because it's not something they privately earned it's just something that they like decided they owned centuries ago is worth like billions and billions of dollars per year 
why why aren't people mad about that that's what i don't get it's like they own this big property empire they're just like landowners just for no other reason than they decided they owned it in like the 1300s what do you guys think about that why are people not annoyed it's effort to get annoyed about isn't it just like i don't know i don't know like i I've always wondered about the financial thing, like, because I'm always, you know, because I don't have, like I said, I'm not really strongly for, I'm not strongly against, I'm always like, you know, live and let live, if it's not doing any harm, then why not? And that's what I've never been able to work out. Is it doing more harm than good? Or is it doing more good than harm? And I always want to know the answer. And I can't, I don't know what the answer is. I'll see one opinion saying one thing, I'll be like, oh, that could be right. And then I'll see the opposite. And I'll go, oh, that could also be right. Like I say, always on the fence. But um, I think that's it. Because no one really knows. There's not like concrete evidence in front of everyone to be like, this is actually harming us or this is actually doing this. So everyone's like, should we just, should we just leave it? Should we just let them get on with it? Okay. And also yeah. it gives us all of this other stuff to talk about and we need things to talk about. There is like no hard numbers. It's really hard to find the real numbers for the Crown Estate and the Duchy of Lancaster and, and the Duchy of Cornwall. Like it's really hard to find out just how much money they're collecting off the backs of like the people that live in the land that they own. So I don't know, maybe that's why nobody cares. I think it's a bit out of sight, out of mind, isn't it? And I know, um, I think they lobbied and stuff previously in the past, right? To try and keep it not as much in the public domain, kind of their, their finances and all that kind of stuff like that. So again, the kind of, um, you know, the, the, world we live in is all attention 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 and if it's not front and center then people don't tend to focus on anything you know what happened to coney you know what i mean no one knows so <laughs> like this is this is the thing so um they probably just get away with it that way to, to a yeah. large extent if it was in if it was front page on the daily mail all the time and they use language like benefit scrounger liz cost a taxpayer like 100 million this year found on a you know lazing away on a, a mansion or whatever then yeah maybe more people be like wait hang a minute why are we paying this old woman 100 million pounds to not do very much that's uh, yeah it doesn't seem right but it's not it's immigrants on the front page and because i feel like the tax money thing they don't really cost that much in taxes it's the it's the private property empire that I don't understand why people aren't like, well, what are we doing? Like, I can't imagine if we had a president, like every time the president comes into office, they also own all of the land in Virginia and get to profit off of it instead of like using that money to like fund public housing or something. Do you know what I mean? That's what yeah. is so crazy to me. And I feel like I, that's, I guess that's why you guys had a, a war of independence. I think it might be. <laughs> and I I think that's why the royal family doesn't do they don't issue like um rebuttals and stuff to the press whenever they're attacking Megan because they're like or even whenever they were attacking Kate or Fergie or Diana because they're like, okay, as long as they're just going after these sacrificial lambs they're not looking into, hey, wait a minute, how come people that live on Charles's lands aren't allowed to buy their own freehold? You know, like, how come this is happening? And as long as, like you guys said, as long as it's not on, like, the front page of the Daily Mail, nobody cares. It just blows my mind, though. I don't know why. Yeah. 
Who would don't. you guys put on your money if you could pick one British person? We should put animals on money. Is that not what like newer countries do because they don't have anyone famous enough yet so they put animals on? I would be all for that. I just oh, have cats. like a grouse. I would have cats. Personally, I would just have different kinds of cats on all the money. And then, yeah. A grouse. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love how you. That was your play for trying to like be British. Like I'll fit in here. Yeah, grouse. You guys have those, right? That's that's a British bird, right? I don't even know what uh, a British is. Like a, yeah. it's like a, is it like a, it's like a bird? It's like a bird. pheasant. Yeah, it's like a turkey. Like yeah. a pheasant bird. Yeah, like a game bird. Like I know it from the whiskey. Yeah. yeah. Um, David Attenborough. I mean, he's seems like a nice old man, doesn't he? I'm laughing. Cares about the planet. I'm you laughing. I love David Attenborough. Did, did you not go to like, was it not? Where did you go? It was like a, was it Glastonbury? Yes. And David Attenborough got on stage and everyone was like, yeah. And you were like, everyone lost their minds. He said <laughs> yeah. like three sentences and everyone in the crowd was like, ah! like they could not handle it. And yeah, the, I think David Attenborough would, should go on your money. Him and a cat. Yeah. And a cat. Be, I think we've yeah. solved it. Easy. Done. Yeah. Okay, so last thing, let's play Shag Marry Cancel with members of the royal family. And obviously we all agree that Andrew is canceled in the eyes of the law, so we won't say him because he's already canceled. Yeah. Who wants to go first? Um, I would cancel the one that wore that racist brooch uh, when, me- when meeting Megan. Yeah, that was like... <laughs> That, you know, I think it was like a Christmas lunch as well at the palace. It's quite punchy to have a, like a, a racist brooch um, at Christmas. Like, what did you get for Secret Santa? Oh, just this really dated, mm-hmm. offensive brooch. Right. Um, and like, it didn't even match her outfit. You could tell she was doing it on purpose. So who would you shag and marry? Me? Yes. I mean... Slim pickings, isn't it? I just like think Megan probably got yeah maybe the best one. I mean, like for for both of those for both of those choices, to be honest, it's probably why. Um, yeah, I think there's Harry, not much Maddie, going. Harry, 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 and and then and then Shagam as well. Can I even say that? Um, yeah, I think it would have to be because wow. who else is who else is there? I was gonna say cancel. Prince Andrew's daughters because that I just get so bored of seeing press coverage about them. But you guys have brought up way better people to cancel who have done actual bad things. So now yeah, I, cause I feel bad for them. I'm part so of that's the why problem. I was like, they're all right. Let's just let them let them be. <laughs> let them do whatever it is they do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Charlotte. I was going to say Charlotte, but then I think that's just canceling her. Just I don't know why, because it would be like a surprising choice. Oh, the baby? That's the little one. Yeah, I just thought, like, cancel her just because, you know, you wouldn't expect it. Like, what's she done? Nothing. Yeah, but... justice for William Wallace. That's <laughs> very, very Piers Morgan-esque. Oh, Shock no. tactics. <clears throat> yeah, so I'm so influenced. That's the problem. <laughs> by the mainstream media and this morning. Is it this morning? Is that the show? It's good yeah, morning, it's like... Britain. Okay, sorry. Good morning, Britain. Yeah. It's on at 6.30 every day. Did you guys know that? I've never watched it ever. Like, I wanted to watch it this morning just because I wanted to see him, like, turning purple with rage over Meghan Markle. And I got up and I was like, oh my god, it's been over for, like, three hours. This show is on so early. 
how are people getting up this early? Especially now. Yeah. yeah, it's no commute. Um, it's funny because I've got a friend um, who <laughs> is just really funny because we always talk about every time we see each other or every time we talk, we always talk about Piers Morgan. And every time Piers Morgan has a good point, he always... She's your Piers Morgan friend. <laughs> yeah, he's always like, oh, he said something that was sensible. And then every time he does something bad, I go, oh, he said something bad. So it just goes back and forward because, yeah, like you say, he does do good journalism sometimes. He does hold people to account, but then he also says lots of really hateful, misogynistic things. So it's, you know, that's, anyway, it goes back and forth all the time. So like today I was like, oh, look what he's done now. He's strong. So you always feel like you're winning when he's done something bad. But you're you're said, not going to see this friend anymore now he's been sacked. He's not gonna. I know our whole relationship was just based yeah. on, on on Piers Morgan. What's he done? Has he done something okay, or has he done something bad? You um, have to find someone else. Yeah, I will have to find someone new. But um, that's okay. It was a good friendship while it lasted. So, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Piers Morgan bringing people together the same way that the Queen does. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for coming on and providing a British perspective. Um, this has been very educational and I really appreciate it. So thank you. Well, thank you I mean, as that. a comedian, I aim to educate. <laughs> I can't, <laughs> if you're not laughing, you're learning. That's my motto. Do you guys have any parting words for American listeners? Uh, how can we get you guys to like us more because, uh, everyone hates us? That's my big question. Party I like words. you. I like you. Like I like Americans. Um, and <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't understand the hate. Um, so sorry. So I'm sorry that you've felt that here. You know what? Scottish people and Welsh people are nicer to us than English people. So I'm going to pass it over to you, Tucson. What can I do to get your your countrymen to like me more? Um, it's probably a lost cause, to be honest. Okay. Um, uh, <laughs> no, I'm. I, I, I. Again, I like Americans. I used to live in America, so I've got a I've got American family. So, oh yeah, I forgot strong, about that. Strong, strong uh, affinity with with uh, my American cousins. All right. Well, this explains why you guys were willing to do my podcast. <laughs> Everyone exactly. else was like, no. Yeah, yeah. You, you pick the most American British people you could find. So well done. Which is great. I love that. I think it's great. You guys are going to go Hollywood and everyone's going to hate you for drinking kale juice and eating avocados and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Causing deforestation with our avocados. Yeah. Sounds like a dream. Some people think Diva is a diva for you. Would you say, are you one? I never said that. Diva behavior. Hey, great, uh, great gowns, beautiful gowns. Of course, I don't trust you. Diva Behavior, the podcast. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.